Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. Today, we are talking about something I love to talk about, and that is SEO. We're going to talk about how it's overwhelming for some people, what you should do instead, and I'm going to break down my SEO for Shop Owners course. So promise me you will not turn off this episode. You will listen because I'm going to make you feel a lot more empowered when it comes to SEO instead of feeling overwhelmed. So that's what's coming up. Before we dive in, I did want to remind you to come join us in the Facebook group. The Product Powerhouse community is where it's at. We have so much fun in there talking about marketing tactics, apps for your Shopify store, collaborating with others, you know, just having fun, hanging out, supporting each other. And we are missing you. So come find us. You can go to the search bar in Facebook and just type in Product Powerhouse Community. You will find us. You can also go to productpowerhouse.co slash community and you will also find us. So either one works. We can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. All right, let's talk SEO. When I started planning for this episode, I asked in the Facebook community, what do you feel? What do you think? What comes to mind when I say SEO. And I got (laughs) some of the best responses. Someone sent the Charlie Brown saying, good grief, which I thought was hilarious. There were some ugh gifts. There was some people saying that it's just confusing, that there's so many steps. They don't know how to do it. It's so technical. It's very overwhelming. And I keep saying that I'm making it my life's mission to break SEO down in a way that makes it more manageable, easier to understand for shop owners. Because the thing is, learning how to optimize your products and your website is really a tool that empowers you to create really good product listings that are searchable, that people will be able to find not just you having to do all the promotion. Like people will be able to find them when they're searching for something like that. And they are searching for whatever you offer. It's just that you probably aren't describing it in a way that they're looking for. That's really the core of it. And I really truly believe that it can be so empowering to learn how to create good product listings I really believe it's a skill that every shop owner should have, or at least someone on your team should have, because you create new product listings all of the time. Every time you have a new collection, you need to know how to write a description and and name the product in a way that is searchable. Once you start to do that, then you go from 
you know, getting a few sales every month to getting a few sales every week. I had one client who says she gets sales every day now because people are finding her. I have another longtime client friend who said that 80% of her website traffic now comes from search. All of that is from the work we've done together on their SEO. And I will tell you that even my clients who think that they know what they're doing, and then we kind of talk about it more, they learn another thing. And it's not because I know like some magical secret. It's just like, we don't know how to think about our own products in that way. So what I tend to see are a couple of places where shop owners are missing the mark with their current SEO situation. I guess it's like not even that they have a current SEO situation. It's like the lack of, but it's not their fault. It's not your fault. It's just like you don't know what you don't know. So what I normally see happening is a couple of different things. One is people will leave places blank because they don't know what to put. It's like when you fill out some kind of application and you don't know all the answers, so you just leave them blank. The same things happen when someone is like starting their shop for the first time. I will log into a client's shop for the first time and see that they don't have any site description or site title because they just didn't know what to put. And I totally understand that and get it. Another one I see is people tying a lot of emotion into their products and their product listings Emotion and creativity, which I love as an artist, as a creator, as a creative person myself, like I totally get that also. And that's what I mean by we don't know how to think about our products in any other way. That's normal, especially I find in the handmade business, because so much of our own thoughts and emotions are tied into the products we create. Again, we just don't know how to think about our products in any other way. And then the third common mistake I see is people thinking that what they did on another platform, like what they did on Etsy or what they did on this or what they did on that is going to work on their website. The fact of the matter is that each and every platform place works a little bit differently. Where you fill in the blanks, what you put where, All of those things are different depending on the products. The one thing that does kind of most of the time remain the same are the keywords, but still there's some places for changes and growth and trying different things there. That's usually what I see and that's usually what I'm fixing. I will tell you that the client of mine that I think we did her first overhaul of her SEO about three years ago now, and we've worked together for almost five years, more than that. And she just kept telling me, I know what I'm doing because I get a lot of traffic on Etsy. And she was getting a lot of traffic on Etsy and she was understanding what to do. But once we overhauled her website and I showed her the places where there were holes or things didn't quite translate correctly, that's when she started seeing sales come in every single day. And it was really eye-opening for her because I think sometimes you just need that perspective of someone who is just telling you like, oh, try this instead, which is another good reason to join the the Facebook community. Just saying, that's a cool place to uh, get some of that feedback. 
Let's talk about some SEO tips and how to think about it instead of feeling overwhelmed, feeling confused, feeling like it's this big technical beast that you just don't understand. First and foremost, you have to remember that your website is for humans and Google is just a means of getting those humans to your website. So sometimes, and I even get guilty of this, I'll think, well, Google likes it this way. (laughs) But Google's not the one purchasing your products. Google's not the one looking for your products. They're just the ones with the audience. So I want you to remember humans first. Google is just a means. A good example for this would be writing in complete sentences. Sometimes you'll see where people have like listed out a lot of different words that they want associated with their product. That's not fooling anyone. It's super annoying for humans to read and Google knows what you're doing. So you want to write in complete sentences. You want to describe your products accurately, which is the next thing on my list is you have to think about your products in the the manner in which people would be searching for them. If you sell clothing, when would a person wear your your clothing? You know, if you sell t-shirts, are they like workout t-shirts or are they everyday t-shirts for the person who wears jeans? Or do you make clothing that is for work or a night out or a, a wedding or a more formal event? Those types of things are what people are going to be searching for, you know. It's also talking about things that are descriptive of the product. Like, could you describe it to someone if they couldn't see it? Um, how how would you do that? How could you compare it to something else? How could you describe the texture, the smell, the, you know, it really depends on your types of products, but that is something uh, that an online store has to do really well. And it's not just about the people that are searching. It's also about the people who are looking at the product description and saying, do I want this? Is it what I expect? Like, what am I getting? They want to know those details. You can also think of it in a way of like, how are people searching for this in terms of their problem? Like, what what are they trying to solve? And if we think about the clothing, they might be saying, what do I wear to a rooftop wedding in the city? Like, they don't know fun fact that happened to me last fall. (laughs) I'm from a small town. We don't have fancy rooftop weddings. (laughs) There's a lot of different ways and it's really dependent on your product, your business, your ideal audience. That's going to determine how you describe your products. And sometimes you might need to get input from other people. Like ask your best friend, hey, how would you describe this necklace? That could be a way to help you learn some of those keywords. That's actually one of my favorite ways to get keyword research. The other part of this that I kind of touched on is that keyword or describing your products accurately, describing your products well, putting keywords in all the right places isn't just good for SEO. It's also good for the users who are already on your website. So this is what we refer to as user experience. And I have a great example of this. I was once shopping for something, like I saw something on Instagram and I wanted to go to her website and see the product. You know, I wanted to get all the information, but I couldn't find it on her actual website. And whether that's because the product was sold out or she didn't describe it was the problem. And this happens... Let's say you sell rose quartz necklaces, 
but you don't call them rose quartz necklaces. You call them something else. I always use the phrase rosy. Um, you know, you say like the rosy instead of rose quartz necklace. When I come to your website and try to find this necklace that I saw you talking about on Instagram, I'm not going to know that you called it something other than what it is. So even if you have a fun, creative name for your product, you also want to include those descriptive words in the titles so that people can search for them on your website. So that when I see a collection of something, I know what it is before I click on it. And that's not always possible, I understand, between different brands. But the more descriptive you can be, the more clear you can be, it's much easier on your customers. And if you look at big retailers, if you look at those stores that everyone has in their mall, like Anthropology or... I always use Anthropology because that's the example I get the most often from my my clients. But if you go look at their website, everything is broken down by these categories that describe what the product is. So it might be apparel or accessories. You know, if it's in the home, if it's like a home decor store, it says pillows, it says bathroom decorations or decor, or it says furniture. Those things are not just because we want them to show up on search, but also because we want people to be able to find them when they do land on your website. So... I always say good SEO is good user experience. Just really makes it easier for your customers to shop. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to do in this episode is tell you about my SEO course because I have broken this down step by step already. And if you go back, there are a lot of podcast episodes that relate to SEO because, like I said, this is something I love to talk about. So you can definitely go back and look at those things, but I wanted to break down the Simplified SEO for Shop Owners course because it is a really great resource that's available, and I just wanted to share more about that with you. Okay, so this course breaks down the steps you need to take to optimize your store for every section of your website. I'm talking every page, every collection, blog posts, products. I break down where and what you need to do for each type or each section of your website. I also explain what goes where and where to put things. Um, This course actually has directions for Shopify and WordPress or WooCommerce. Even though I mostly focused on Shopify, I did include some of those those tools for WordPress. Um, There is videos and tips for teaching you how to find good keywords. And some of those I talked about, like asking someone else, like, how would you describe this? Some of my favorite websites that are good for finding keywords. You know, we go through that process so that you can learn how to think about your products in a way that is descriptive. And then I give you examples and I break down every section, including where things show up on Google and where that happens on your website. So I give you like a side-by-side comparison. This is where the, 
you know, the site title is, for example, on a Google search listing. And I break down all of that so that you can see real life examples, because I know how hard it is to kind of understand how these things work together without actually seeing them. It also walks you through a couple of other things like setting up a sitemap, which is something you do on Google after you've optimized your store. It's kind of like a little flag to Google saying, hey, look at me. I put my website out there. I optimized it for search. Come over here and take a look. So it's just like you waving a little flag saying, come look at me, Google. I'm here. So I walk you through that process. I also have included a list of my favorite SEO tools. And then I wrapped it all up with a checklist so that you can go through your website page by page, collection by collection, image by image, and do all the things, which reminds me that there's even a full section dedicated to how you should be handling your images on your website, because there are certain things you need to do for images in order to show up more on Google or search engines. So like we go through every single piece of your store, breaking down what goes where, ignore the rest. You know, I tell you like, you don't need to do this if you did that. Because I really want you to feel empowered to create product listings. And here's the best part. Once you learn how to do this, it comes second nature. You can write out a new product listing in a snap. You're like, oh, I know exactly where to put the keywords. I know how to describe this. I've done the research already and I don't have to do it again. And you start learning how to create product listings and product collections that are really well optimized. And they start to sh- they start to take off pretty quickly because you're already in the swing of things. I think that's what I like about it the most is Once you start learning, and if you walk through my process, it's going to feel easier and easier and easier. And then the next time you create a product listing, you're going to know exactly how to create it in a way that makes it show up on search. This reminds me of something one of my past clients and friends has mentioned to me lately. So my friend Liz has a really cool business about reading and literacy, and her business is called Everyone's Librarian. She's amazing. You can find her on Instagram. And we worked together. I helped her set up her blog years ago, and she's been learning how to write blog posts that are good for her audience and also SEO-friendly. So here's what she told me. Look, my blog traffic has doubled, and it's even doubled since the highest point of last year. Then she said, perhaps some consistency in posting and working on SEO is helping. And then she told me that her Google traffic or Google is 70 to 80% of her traffic every month. And I was so excited for her because that is the power of SEO and how it can bring you customers who are looking for exactly what you offer. So I know SEO seems overwhelming and scary, but we've broken it down in a way that is super manageable. And before you know it, it'll just be a skill and a step in your process that totally makes sense and you don't even have to think about anymore. So I'd love to invite you to check out the course. You can find it at productpowerhouse.co slash simplified. It's only $49 and 
It's packed full of information. It's like 30 pages almost full of detailed information, step-by-step processes. You're going to love it. And there are videos included in the, the document. So you will be well prepared for handling your SEO after you go through this simplified SEO for shop owners course. Okay, friends, that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening. I'm just so excited for more shop owners to feel confident and ready to create product listings that are optimized. Um, It just brings me so much joy. So I will talk to you guys next week, and I hope you have a great day. Building visibility for an online store is a full-time job on its own. Big name stores have entire marketing departments for this exact reason but you don't need a full team to see big results. What you need right now are simple and quick ways to give your store a visibility boost without adding more to your mile long to-do list. That's exactly why we created the free five ways to boost your shop SEO PDF so that online shop owners just like you can improve visibility and get more eyes on your shop without any additional stress. These five tasks will give your store a juicy SEO boost to help you show up for the people who are already looking for you without touching any code or having a background in search engine optimization. Head over to productpowerhousepodcast.com to grab your free copy and give your shop the visibility boost it needs today. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into this episode, come join us in the Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. It's the best place to go to find the perfect partner for your next collaboration, get additional support and trainings, and just hang out with other shop owners. You can be a part of our circle by visiting alexanderdesignco.com community or search for Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. And if you really loved this episode, open up your podcast app and leave a rating and review. Each review makes it that much easier for other shop owners to find us and get in on this action.